Breakfast with Papa. Feed your mind, change your perspective. Breakfast with Papa. Feed your mind, change your perspective. Welcome to the BWP Series Podcast. Today we have here with us a lovely gentleman, Jeremy. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing good. What's your full name? Jeremy Quino. Jeremy Quino. Most people know me as Remy. Most people know you as Remy. Young, ambitious, and just ready to take the world on. So my understanding is you were a member of Joe Latte's Toastmasters exactly. Club. Okay. Joe Latte's Toastmasters Club. And you decided to kick it up a notch, start something in your bank where you work? Fidelity Bank, yes. So okay. we have a Fidelity Corporate Toastmasters Club. How did that work? How did that come up? So starting from the beginning, I joined Toastmasters for selfish reasons. I personally always had it in the back of my mind that I had a lag when it came to public speaking. I'm generally a confident person, but for some reason when it came to speaking up in meetings, speaking up in public, I always seemed to, that confidence just seemed to disappear. So I think I, I, it was a meeting that I realized that I could have said something that would have moved the meeting forward. And after the meeting, when I showed it to people, they were, they were like, why didn't you say it in the meeting? And I have no idea why this happened to me. They were like, no, I need to find a way to improve it. So I went online and saw the recommendations by people, Toastmasters Club, I'd seen it in the movie. Then I decided to check it out. Do you remember which movie that was? No, I don't. I think somebody recommended it in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Not billiards, is it? Or billions or whatever. No, I've watched billiards and billions. I'm not sure which which one it was, but I okay. think I I know I recognize the name from a movie. Okay. So I went online and then I saw Toastmasters Club, and I went on YouTube and I saw people participating in Toastmasters Club. So then I decided that I'm going to see if it's in Ghana. So I checked, and funny enough, I I half kind of didn't expect it to be in Ghana because I didn't think that we're, people were aware of these kind of things or it was priority for people. So I was surprised that there were more than one. So then I saw Ghanaians participating on YouTube because I went back to YouTube to check and I think there's this name that I'll never forget, Joko Soft. He has an icebreaker on YouTube. Joko. Yeah. yeah. And then I watched his icebreaker and I said, this is what I need to be doing. Putting myself in the pressure situation so that when we actually come back to the meeting it's reduced because I don't think there's anything like actually being judged and your grammar being paid attention to and your filler words being counted that is the ultimate pressure so once you come back to a meeting room where nobody is doing those things all they want to hear is the content it becomes easier so I look for the one that was closest to me and that happens to be Jolate I actually was going to Akratos Masters I think I went to Jolate by accident because I missed the days up but the first day I got there, guys delivered some excellent speeches. I remember Tony Safo. There's a lady, I've forgotten her name now. She delivered an excellent speech. And the evaluations were really what got to me because they were saying things about the people's speaking habits and providing feedback that I thought were invaluable. I was trying to evaluate myself and like, no, I need somebody to actually give me this feedback. So then I was so... <coughs> So that's, that, those, were, those were the selfish motives. I wanted to improve myself, improve my public speaking, be able to hone my skills. Then I realized that it was not just public speaking. 
they were actually the leadership was actually a big thing. They kept on referring to it. It was never public speaking in isolation. And then they explained how partaking in roles helps you to be a better speaker and also makes you more responsive. So the first role I did was grammarian. And after I performed that role, I realized how the roles would also help because then I had to do my homework and know exactly what the grammarian was for. Plus I also knew that I had to give off my best because then you have to respect the audience. That whole mindset I felt that would carry over into leadership really well. So that's when I decided that okay, even though I started this for selfish reasons, there's lots of the things that you do here that could work in Fidelity where I work. Especially the timeliness, the, the feedback, the following up with people, the being, uh, I call it being your brother's keeper because you have to keep checking on others to make them understand. <clears throat> then I was like, why not? I came back and didn't vocalize it. Coincidentally, the divisional director came to me and said that they had gone to what we call the monthly performance review where each um, relationship manager has to come and present on their, <clears throat> their, their, their strategy or their performance. And we're in the retail unit and retail always does well. But for whatever reason, they kept on getting bashed. So then she said to me, my arms are doing so well, but they present so poorly that they are being bashed despite their, 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 their good performance. Whereas, let's say the corporate department were not doing as well, but they spoke so well that they ended up not being bashed at all. And she just can't figure it out. Like, they don't seem to be confident speakers. But like, Toastmasters. <laughs> then she was like, what's Toastmasters? Then I tried to explain, she was like, oh yes. She's actually been in a Toastmasters club herself back when she was in Dubai. And so we spoke about it and she was like, write a memo, I'll approve it and we'll, I'll talk to HR. <clears throat> I'm like, are you sure? Then she was like, yes. I'm like, that's not how things work. She's new here. So I thought that's not how things work here. A junior person doesn't write a memo and it gets approved for the bank to spend money on something like this. She said, write the memo, I'll get it approved. So I wrote the memo, she scrutinized it. It took about two weeks for her to be okay with the memo. Took it, she got it signed same day. And that was the beginning of the Fidelity Toastmasters Club. I already had 20 people who were interested, people who were interested in taking roles and took off from there. That's really the Fidelity Toastmasters Club story, as well as mine. Very interesting story. So do we have these RMs attending the meetings now that you've started off? Yes, yes, we've had RMs participating in the meeting. The, the, the problem we have now, or the little issue, is that the arms are so dispersed, are dispersed so widely across the branches, across Ghana, that getting each and every one of them to come all the way to Ridge at the time that we host it is, is a, a bit difficult for them. But regardless, we have arms coming in. They keep sending emails privately that they, they, they want to join. So how do we ensure that the reason for which the club was brought in, we achieve those results? So I'm going to give an answer that might seem like a bank answer, but most of the time, for, for us to achieve the purpose for which we set up the club, it would have to start from the top down. So the way our divisional director stepped in to make this happen should follow through. So once the people realize that executive management have got into this, then they know that, okay, First, it, works, it kills two birds. One, they know that, okay, then the executive is actually interested in our personal development. And two, it must be a serious thing for the executive to buy into. 
So those two things sort of motivate them and give them that that seriousness. Because once our HR director said, every time I want to join the club, they keep pulling me into an executive meeting. So I'm going to send this meet this mail out to to all staff, so that the meeting that they keep pulling me into, we all have to come to the club. It, it just created uh, a wildfire. So everybody was emailing. I want to know more. How can I join? Can you bring it closer to us? When are you coming to do a demo in our branch? When are you coming to do a demo in our district? Like wow, we actually have something going. From the first block till now, numbers have increased consistently. So how do we ensure that we keep putting fuel on the fire so the fire keeps burning and doesn't dwindle out or get, you know, secluded into one area? Well, we have to open more clubs internally. I think the best thing for us was is that once we get to 40 members, which I believe we'll get to real quick. We need to open the Tessano, we call our Orange Heights because it's our next. We need to open the Orange Heights Club. Then our HR director proposed to me that he feels that the arms in, in Kumasi really need this, so he would want us to extend it to Kumasi. So what we've decided that we will do on our part is that we have people who are regular members from these other places, from Tessano. Even one lady from Kumasi, she was around and she joined. People like that, we try to involve them, put them in active roles. Tonight we have a meeting and our general evaluator is a branch manager at Tesla. So once we keep involving them in these roles, once it's time to transition, when they start their own club, we already have people who have some experience who can carry it over there. Then the, the fire keeps on burning. We make sure we stay consistent. There should never be a point where a meeting does not come on because, let's say, somebody they consider key was not present. It must, it must run through the entire club. Everybody, all the officers or most of the members should be at the point where if we say you are in this role, you are self-sufficient. You know exactly what you are supposed to do or at least you've done it once. Then we know that, okay, we are, we are actually creating we are actually creating a system that works and personal improvement is happening, let's say, effortlessly. That's really how we're planning to spread the, the, the fire. Sounds to me like you're very strategic about this. Have to be. My role is manager of a strategic plan. Interesting. So let's know more about you personally. What is what is Jeremy like outside of it's funny Toastmasters, you ask. outside of Fidelity? It's funny you ask. I just came from a lunch room. Breakfast with Papa. Feed your mind. Change your perspective. A YouTube video of me where I was in a music video, and another one where I was doing a short acting video. So if I would say. If I would describe myself, I think I am adventurous, but in a conservative way. Yeah, I've, I've, I've always been known to others who knew me. When I say others, I mean people who knew me before I came to Fidelity or into the corporate world as a timid, quiet, closed, reserved person. But I have known inside that I wasn't. It's just the avenue to voice that out. And so you find me doing things like sports, acting, uh, videos, stuff like that. But I think generally, I'm, I'm a driven person. I I personally believe that if I set my mind to doing something, I can do it. And every time, uh, there's a quote that I remember that everything you want is on the other side of fear. So most of the time, every time, every when it occurs to me that I want to do something, and the fear aspect comes in, or you keep asking what if. I've just tried to recognize that if I actually want something it's on the other side of the field. So once you put it behind you, 
once you confront the fear, you can get past it and exactly. And everything things works happen. on the other side. Exactly. My my biggest fear was public speaking. Interesting. I used to itch every time I would stand and, and I could feel parts of my body itching. My voice getting hoarse and all of that. So Toastmasters, the good, the bad, the ugly. The good the good of Toastmasters is it creates an environment where people can practice and be exposed to the various speaking scenarios, the various leadership roles. I feel that it's a system that is so supportive. I've experienced people who came in very scared, but have ended up being officers and being enthusiastic officers and actually participating in speeches really quickly. There are people who came in and would want to observe for about five meetings before they actually volunteer to do a speech. But because of how supportive the environment is, and not just within in the club but intra clubs, the way um, Joe Latte members have supported Fidelity Toastmasters, the way the whole dependency works, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a great initiative. I feel that it's, 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 it, brings, it brings a certain community where it's not just about the public speaking or the leadership, but it's about that whole network of people who are supporting each other. That's really good. I don't think that's ugly, but I could say that's bad. What I have noticed is, and somebody drew my attention, sent me a text message to watch the World Championship of Public Speaking. Okay. And I did. And I don't know why else, I saw somebody's comments, but I felt the same way. I felt that despite the fact that the that we give good speeches in meetings. Because of the evaluation criteria, we sometimes tend to focus more on the dramatics, much more than the content. For me, I joined Toastmasters because I wanted to deliver excellent business speeches, which focuses a lot more on the content of your message as opposed to the dramatics behind it. I watched the World Championship of Public Speaking and I was thinking that Yes, I was engaged. Yes, I listened from beginning to end. But I felt that you could do this speech without being so dramatic. And some of them was iconic speeches in the history. Breakfast with Papa. Feed your mind. Change your perspective. I have a dream. Was not um, this dramatic. So sometimes I I feel that Toastmasters might, in an effort or in an effort to try and improve people speaking so much and evaluating them in so many diverse ways may detract a little bit from content and go to dramatics, even though that also helps us speak. I think that may be a slight bad. I don't know if it's a, a big thing, but yeah, I think content is key. Yeah. Would you consider yourself uh, towing the Martin Luther King line or the JFK line or a Harvey Specter line when it comes to communication? Of the three that you mentioned, I'll probably be more of a half respected type. But if I were to pick somebody that I want to model my speaking after, I mean, he has his natural things that he was born with that I wasn't. But if you know this world-renowned public speaker from South Africa, Wusi Tembakwai. Yeah, yeah, he's an amazing business speaker. He's very entertaining. He is. It's, it's obvious that he's quick with the knowledge when he's speaking. And he has a way of creating impact, humor, creating emotion in a very well-rounded way. And I think, yeah.
that that is that is he's very similar to the Harry Specter if he was blacker from South Africa. <laughs> Any last words of advice to anybody who's thinking about joining Toastmasters or who wants to be successful in life? So for those who are thinking of being successful in life and have been self-aware enough to know that speaking, having that voice is a way to propel you towards this success, I would say just jump on board. A lot of people have been thinking this, a lot of people who are part members of my club have admitted that they have thought about this. It's just that first step. So don't let the first step hold you back from achieving your success. I have experienced it. I have not missed a meeting for my club since I began. And already I could tell that my command over speech has gotten better. People have made comments. I've experienced it. I've seen others get better. And I feel that it's a supportive environment. Everybody's looking to see you succeed. Everybody's willing to help. And I do not see how you could be holding back from something as good as this. So jump in, Toastmasters as well, ready to welcome you anytime. Go online like me or follow a friend, um, ask around, join a club, join two clubs if you will, <laughs> if you like. Yeah, Toastmasters is very good. It's where leaders are made. Well, thank you for joining us, Jeremy. It's been insightful engaging with you and I hope that some of our listeners will pick something up from this uh, engagement. Thank you so much for having me, Papa. It was an honor. Have an awesome day. Breakfast with Papa. Feed your mind, change your perspective.